Genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to the uh, this Friday episode of Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have Cassandra Fredrickson finishing up the week with us. Thank you for coming back. Yeah. It's been course. really great to have you. Any excuse to talk about Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do we'll you just... need an excuse? No. No, really don't. no. no one needs an excuse. <laughs> no. Not, not really. really. No, I like, I love these crossovers. We had so much fun being on Lord of the Rings and like having you with us has been great. Well, oh, well, thanks. it'll happen. It'll have to, ha- it'll happen again. Yeah. Oh my, okay. Before we even start this minute, like, uh, I, you said that, you said earlier this week that, um, you read Chamber of Secrets like several times over mm-hmm. as a kid, like that it was one of your, uh, do you have a specific moment in Chamber of Secrets that you'd like to come back for? Oh, goodness. I know that's a lot of pressure, and we have a lot of time before we start scheduling those, but if there's um, any particular moments you want, they are all free right probably now. Probably either something in the chamber itself, mm. or um, the flying car is really funny. Um, nah, <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> but I have there's to think There's some good about stuff that. there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually, when we get closer to when that show starts, we'll... uh I'll reach out. We'll nail Sweet. down some minutes. It'll be great. I'm excited. Today, today, we are talking about minute 75. Minute 75 starts with Snape looking down at Harry, and it ends with Harry catching a mysterious package from Hedwig. <laughs> what could it be, you guys? What I mean, could it, it, could, it could be anything. We'll never know. We'll just, it won't be open till next oh week. Who knows if he'll open it, like, next... Maybe next week we'll find out, we'll but find like out. right now it's just a mysteriously wrapped package in in brown paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I uh, in the book there's a letter that comes with this package that that says like, "Don't open this in front of everybody," basically. Yeah. And so that I love, I love that like. It's, that's next week. I can't really talk about. I love that Ron is like, "Let's open it." <laughs> right? Like there. He's like, "Yes, God, yes, let's go." That's next week. Well, we can't even really discuss it, but um, it makes me happy. Well, uh, we Ron, get this last. Ron is the id, and Hermione is the super ego, and Harry is the ego. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I I love this so much. I've never even like. There's things like like that, like just like like different ways of looking like analytically at the Harry Potter movies or sort of taking the time to pick apart the character tropes and things and like mm-hmm. that's that's Ron is id. <laughs> He's is just the drive I actually to, like to do these things. I I will defend Ron to my grave. Like <gasps> He's my I 
I love Ron, and people give Ron. I so want much him crap. as a best friend. Oh yeah, no. absolutely. And no, I think that honestly, I think that Ron does lose quite a bit between the books and the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, which is unfortunate. And then if you read like Cursed Child, he's reduced to nothing. But like all he does is just like eat. And make bad jokes. I know. Yeah, oh my he's God. Like the worst. And she's like, oh, like, like no, you're so much more than this. Like, oh, don't get me started on Chris Child. <laughs> oh, we, we, uh, I think the general consensus about Cursed Child is sort of just a, no, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Really? Because, like, right. it's I, there. I, I, I've not, I've read the, uh, the people that I've talked to that have just read the play. The majority of them are, like, not in love with it. Hmm. I know people that have, like, some very strong reactions against The Cursed Child. Yeah. I don't... I didn't hate it. Because from what I was not seeing, like... my favorite. It, from what I was seeing, I guess, among my friend group, um, and just, like, people that I know... Yeah. It's either they love it, or they hated it. Like, I don't think I know someone who's just like, meh. It's no, weird. I, mean, I don't strongly love it, and I don't strongly hate it. There yeah. has a lot of good strong points and things that I love mm-hmm. about it, and then it has like a few things in there that is just like I don't know. I find this a little weird and off putting, but you know what are you going to do? So I am kind of like in that middle point. I mean, I like it more yeah. than I dislike it, uh-huh. but I wouldn't say oh, I love it. When I read the play, I. Loved it. Like, I, I read the whole thing in a sitting. Like, I couldn't, I didn't want to put it down. I just, like, let me read the whole thing right now. And I finished, and I was like, that was cool. And then I really had time <laughs> to, like, sit on it. And I think that, like, especially, like, doing the podcast, like, this show, like, mm-hmm. nitty gritty about, like, just Harry Potter, just every week being able to dig in. I'm just like, there, there's not a lot in Cursed Child. Um, that I really like to, like, I think my favorite moments in the play are, like, like, weird, kind of dumb things. Like, I think I had more fun reading about the trolley witch. Like, even though it's obnoxious. Yeah. Than I had reading about, like, the climax of the play. Right. Uh. <laughs> it's funny I don't that you say you didn't put it down, it because, like, I also read it in one sitting, but I, I, like... I, like, wanted to love it so much, but mm-hmm. I just kept not, that I just kept going. Like There were, yeah, there were, <laughs> there were, no, I think, I think that, like, and for 90% of the play, I was like, oh, this is, like, Harry Potter meets Back to the Future. Um, the alternate timelines and right. the, like, changing of reality and the time, like, I just, there were things that I thought that were really fun about it. Maybe it's just, like, a fan of, like, sci-fi, like, it's sci-fi it's kind of a sci-fi story yeah. in a weird way because of the time I, travel I element i enjoyed the malfoys just so much more well, yeah, than scorpius, i liked the potters scorpius is wonderful like scorpius deserves every single thing that he ever yeah even i think even draco scorpius even draco, draco like the best stepped character. up yeah. and he was like amazing oh man and I'm just like reading the, the writing, reading the dialogue and everything mm-hmm. for Harry. And I'm just like, you're a terrible father. But at the same time, <laughs> it's not his fault. Yeah. He's never had a father figure to kind of show him like, like how a real father how should be. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Jerseys didn't really 
Arthur Weasley, maybe. It's the closest, but it depends on how often. Like, he just, not, he yeah. didn't live there no. with them, no. you right. know, to actually feel, like, bonded to Arthur Weasley. Yeah, or I wouldn't he call cares for I Arthur Weasley as much as you would care for, like, an uncle. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that Arthur became a father figure to Harry in any sense of the word. So it's like, I don't know, like, Harry didn't have any of that, and it was no fault of his, really, but at the same time, it was just like, oh, you were making so many mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. What am I supposed to do for you? I have a lot of strong opinions about Cursed Child, but I don't want to, like, go into them, because, like, that's uh, not what we're talking about. No, that's not (laughs) what we can be here forever at that point. That's, yeah. 26 years from now. Oh, my God. In context of the movie. Yeah. Uh, not, not something for us. Not in real life. You know, you know, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child does take place this year, 2017. Yes, it does. That's true. Uh, this or is the 19th it, right? year later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't, we talked a little bit about Cursed Child and some of our weekend stuff, but like. Well, we talked about the whole book in that one episode that got deleted. No, we talked about it again uh, in last week's. But not to the same extent. No. That we did that first time. We still spent a good 20 minutes. That it got deleted. Like, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a conversation that we'll come back to um, a couple times, I think. Um, So, minute 75 (laughs) uh, starts with. Movie stuff again. uh, We already talked about what it starts with. It starts with the end of this conversation with Snape. Yeah. Um. He he finishes up with the like even if it is against Slytherin like he's uh he's so proud of his team he's very proud of his team his team been winning is so extra in this like <laughs> there's the pause like, that he takes he says even if it is against Slytherin and there's this moment where he just like his eyes stares. dart. Yeah. And he's still just, he's holding himself very poised. And there's this, like, a few seconds of silence. Then he just walks away. And then he like, just, like, <laughs> whooshes away. And I'm just like, oh my god. I, w- I wouldn't call Drama it a whoosh. He's kind no, of no, no, it's totally a whoosh. Like, look at the way he limps, but, like, he totally just, he he takes off with his, his cloak trailing behind yeah. him. Just like, <laughs> like, like, um. He's such a tryhard. I can't even is, deal with it. I've been. <laughs> I've been I've been watching a lot of Futurama lately, but it makes me think of like the what's the that alien species uh, where where uh, isn't it like Ur or something is the big bad guy? He's got the, they've got the capes and he like oh oh pulls yes. the cape yeah, yeah, from yeah, his yeah. face yes. Dracula style like and then walks away like it's it's extra is the it's, word yeah. Cassandra had it right perfect for the first time <laughs> it's so extra oh my god so like that's that that's a new young person thing wanting to use the word extra for yeah and as for like nothing. as like um you're trying too hard or yeah, like right. you're exactly. over dramatic or just like, um so into it so Snape like <laughs> Snape it's yeah it's Snape uh so. So so Harry watches Snape limp away, and then he says, that explains the blood. He says, that explains the blood. Which has no ch- Nothing and then no yet. sense. Hermione's like, what are you talking like, about? And even I, about? what? Like, what, what explains the blood? Like, what are you referencing right now? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he doesn't... His limp, his limp doesn't explain. You're, you're, you're jumping to this conclusion that he got bit because he's limping because you saw some blood yesterday at mm-hmm. the bathroom. Like I don't. 
He's being judgmental. Yeah. And then I wrote the note. I wrote, bit by Fluffy sounds deadly AF. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he wouldn't be just limping right now. No. His leg would be gone. Or I just, I, I just, I, you, I just, the thought of, like, being Like, I just want to smack Harry right now. Like, you're so stupid. Dog. <laughs> like, you saw that dog and how big it was. Oh Did you really God, think, like... like this I, would be the cause. Like, this is so silly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Coming against Fluffy logic, could be logic. a really awful end. Yeah. It makes me want to know, like, how... How how did he get injured? And if it's Fluffy, how did he not get more injured? <laughs> like, ugh. I don't necessarily know what injured him, but it's definitely not a bite. I don't think so. Uh... Not maybe in the movie, a claw anyway. mark. Not in the movie. Yeah. Maybe claw marks. Ooh. Maybe um. Right. I mean, Is I don't know like if something could have scraped. Like, <laughs> I just I don't know. <laughs> like it could be a scrape. It could be like a oh my god, a giant things. cat. Like just the thought. What? <laughs> um, claw mark, like and claws? I just for like, some reason like I did the cat just like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, but no, yeah, I know, but not in the same way that cats do. You know, you're right. Yeah, cats are definitely sharper. Yeah, if you see, if you know someone who has pets and they've got like scratches and stuff, it's like, oh, your your cat did that. Like, yeah, I don't think. Oh, your dog scratched your arm. (laughs) No, I, I don't. I think, I think dog the claws are different too. Um, a cat's claws help them like climb and like I feel like they're like yes, pointed, they have, they they're have, sharp, they they're yeah, they are. to them. Whereas yeah, which like is why cats can't mm-hmm. climb down trees. Uh, oh duh, of course. Because their claws are shaped in that way that they to can't bring them yeah, up. It would just yeah. fall. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, no yeah. grip. Uh, they have to either jump down or, or uh get rescued, get by, rescued a by a fireman. <laughs> uh, whereas like I think a dog's claws are more like they're, they're, they're thicker, they're harder, they're, harder, they're more like they clack against yeah. Uh, yeah. wood floors and, and, and tile and whatnot. Uh, unfortunately, if you don't trim a dog's nails, they can get long and unruly. Yeah, but I don't think that the scratch I, would be the same. Yeah. No, the scratch, I mean, I've been scratched by the, a dog or I've been punctured by a dog, but way. it's not the same. Yeah, yeah it's definitely right. not the same. Uh, but I mean, because he's a giant dog, like those are giant claws and I still think that would maybe be... Maybe they could do something. Or he, like I said, it could be a scrape. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Coral. Uh, or it like could be something that was Coral, yeah. yeah. Maybe Coral did something. <laughs> Snape tripped on the stairs as he was running away. Oh. Uh, excuse me, but Snape wouldn't run away. It's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> run away? Like, no. I just... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not okay with that. I but. don't think that he could bring Fluffy to heal. No, hey. but he's not trying to do anything to Fluffy. It's it's right. But, but Fluffy doesn't know that. I'm no, sure that he's defensive. He's that... gonna like he snapped at the kids, even though the kids were backing away. But that was like, before the to... kids knew how to uh, like settle Fluffy down. Does does Snape know how? I don't. I don't. I think don't so. know. Um, I think all the teachers like. Because I know we talked a little bit about the trials at the end. Yeah. Do they keep um, all the answers for their trials separate from <laughs> the other teachers? I think I think that's the intention. Like Dumbledore is the only person. Who no, knows that actually how to makes sense. Do... It would be the most safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
Because then another teacher can't divulge to another teacher. Right, like, well, this right. is how you do it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't know. It could be anything. They don't explain it. Uh, yeah, I don't... Either way, it's enough to limp into me, like, uh, there could be something muscular. Mm, that's like, why he's limping. it's bruised. He, like, hurt. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So Harry says that he's, I'm guessing that Snape <laughs> let in the troll as a diversion. And so that he could get past the dog. And then Harry um, kind of reiterates everything we know about uh, the Gringotts fault. Right. He, he mentions that uh, when he went to the vault with Hagrid, they removed something that was there. And uh, that's what the guard, the dog must be guarding. But this conversation that he's having at the table with 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 Ron and Hermione is like a conversation that they had earlier like when they got the newspaper he also talked about like oh like that's the vault that me and Hagrid went right. to and so it feels it feels like we're just repeating information. Like, if I hadn't... Watching this minute by minute and seeing this, I was like, oh, you're saying everything that we've already... Like, we know this. But it is a kid's movie, and... Maybe they can't follow. And he them. is kind of piecing these together because we're making the... He's at least making the connection that, oh, it must be Snape that went after the dog, and that's why he's heard, and, like, right. this is why they would... but. I feel like like Ron and Hermione seem too surprised by this conversation, considering they had this conversation a couple weeks ago. Um. Yeah, I just like because I understand the need to uh, repeat things for the sake of the audience. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like with um, because Steve Cloves does all the the adaptation work for all eight of yeah. his movies, right? Like yep. I, I like some of the stuff that he does, um, but like for the most part. But I like some things. I feel like Steve Cloves kind of um, patronizes a little bit. Like, ooh, yes. Like I, I don't know. I do you think that he assumes that the audience hasn't read the books? Like, is it is it sort of a I, th I would um, say so, because, especially because this came out in 2001 and Harry Potter started getting big or in, like, 99, 2000 in the States. Yeah, because, you know, they only had, at the time this movie came out, the first three move, uh, the first three books were the only ones that right. were done. yeah. And they came out in the UK first. Um, yes. So, and it took a little while. So I think that in this first one, he's being a little too oversimplified, like, like, there's a really fine line between making sure your audience is able to follow your story, your story, and treating your audience like an idiot. And yes, I feel like with some of the stuff he does a really good job, but another time, like other times, he's like, eh, you know, it's it's a little too much. Um, but I think like a lot of filmmakers don't really treat the audience. I don't know. I feel like a lot of filmmakers or like writers sometimes don't think their audience is as smart as they are. Yes. Um, so I feel like I get that. like I don't 
I don't like watching a movie and then feeling like I'm being talked down to. Um, mm-hmm. But it kind of works because Harry is piecing it together, like you were saying. But yeah, like I don't know. It it depends. It, it, it's still a little. It's a little heavy handed. Yeah. Like we're repeat. Like not only is like he's repeating this for Harry and Ron as if they don't remember the conversation we had right when the newspaper arrived but then us the audience also saw him go to Gringotts like we know there's something that is being hidden right, right. that Hagrid like we don't I don't need you to tell me that again but it's only for like you know it's only 30 seconds of this minute and then we're on to something else so so in the con- like watching the movie as a whole two and a half hour movie um it doesn't feel like it's taking too much time. Right. Um, but yeah, like as as soon as we started doing this like one minute at a time, there are so many moments and I'm just like, oh like this didn't need to be here necessarily, <laughs> or like like you cut a lot not a lot a lot, but you cut a decent amount of the movie or of the book so you can do this. Like Right. So this could be an, I don't know, there, there's only, um, there is an extended cut of this movie that just includes, like, some of the deleted, most of the deleted scenes, I think, but it only accumulates to, like, seven more minutes of the, it, it almost feels, like, silly to me that they bothered to cut those things in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like, seven minutes doesn't amount to that much, like, your movie's already two and a half hours long. Right. I don't think that your audience is going to get upset over like seven minutes, <laughs> but, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like there's a moment I, if, if, if I could cut, I could cut this little bit of conversation and then I can include Harry and Hagrid on the train talking about the supply list earlier when, when Hagrid says like, I would love to have a dragon like that, like we talked about that when it happened, when, when we, when we, well, when it happened, when it didn't happen in the movie and we kind of jumped right. over that moment. But like, there's scenes like that that are included that I'm just like, oh no, like, but this is something that I really love. Like, that's not really a part of this movie. I must, I can't imagine what it must be like for you guys doing the extended edition. Well, yeah, doing the extended editions, considering like how, Dra- not drastically different, but like there's a lot that is different between mm. the extended edition and the theatrical cut of Lord of the Rings. Right. For us, it's only a handful of minutes. Like, I don't... I yes. guess it... There are things that aren't... The movie's not losing anything for not having those scenes, but... Right. It's not gaining anything from this either, so... <laughs> There's a weird balance. I don't know how you decide. Like, I guess it's all, you know, someone in the editing room at the end being like, do we need this or do we need that? Or like, what can we cut and what should we keep in? And how can we trim this movie down so that it's not six hours long? Like, I just. I think it also depends on what studio you're with, because it also depends on if the director has final say or the studio has final say. Um, Because I know that's. That's something that um, um, Joss Whedon ran into with the second Avengers movie. Like, he didn't have Final Cut. Um, So, like, there's 45 minutes missing from that second Avengers movie. Um, You know what really makes me sad, too? Like, thinking about, like, Disney and the the way that they, like, I don't think we'll ever see a director's cut of... I know, it makes me really sad. (laughs) 
of Ultron, Age of Ultron. Or like even with um still Disney but like a different franchise like with uh with the new Star Wars movie Rogue One. Right. Uh I think like 80% of what we see in the trailer is not in the movie. And there's a part of me that would love like the director's cut of row one from Gareth Edwards, but it's not like, it's not going to happen. Like, like star Wars is such an established thing and Disney's behind it. And like, this is the movie right? that we released. And I don't think no one wants a special edition after what happened with the original trilogy. <laughs> so we're just never going to see the alternate cuts. Like it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, I, I, as much as I would love to see like what they did with that third act and that original cut, like would be so interesting, but it's not gonna, we're not going to see it. Whereas like there are other movies like, um, like Watchmen, Victoria, you're a huge fan of Watchmen. The director's cut of Watchmen is a lot longer. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. it includes a lot that's not in the, yeah. Yeah. It's and, amazing. Cause they actually put more from the comic into right. the movie and then they arrange, um, the black freighter to, you know, have p- bits and pieces throughout the movie, very similar to the comic. The way the comic's get, structured, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. When you get the bits and pieces of that well, throughout. Well, even with um, some of the DC movies, didn't Batman v Superman have an alternate cut on the DVD release? Yeah, there's, they a, did. there's like a rated R director's cut. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did that for Suicide Squad too, but I'm not 100% sure. You know what really makes me sad is I heard that that... that this is so far off minute. I heard that, that that Batman v Superman director's cut is so much better than the original movie. That is surprising. And it makes me really sad. It's like, oh, like, you guys put out this movie and it tanked. And then you put out a better movie on your DVD. Like, I actually liked the movie. I didn't love it, but I liked yeah. it more than most it was, people did. Eh, I feel, I'm, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's my lot in life, though. I mean, I, it's always hey, my, my phrase. So like, I what like we'll do is I'll, I'll figure out a way to get you some minutes on the DC Minute podcast. Yeah, oh. they're doing Because um, they're doing the DCEU. Right? Yeah, they're doing Man I of love Steel DC right now. kind of more than I like Marvel, and I know that's not popular. I know that's not what, popular. What do you, uh, like, you like DC characters more characters. than Marvel characters, or do you like the DC movies more than the Marvel characters. movies? Because like that's a that's a weird... we're not talking about movies out of characters. Okay. Like I was more of a DC person than yeah. a Marvel person. I can accept it. That. Dis- it, it disappoints me that DC movies don't have the problem is that the DC animated movies are fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and animated the, the live action ones are just are like, not, and it's it's because not doing it the live action movies. No one who's working on the live action movies has anything to do with the DC comic business. Right. Well, Whereas it, um, the Marvel writers are comic writers. Like Jeff, basically. Jeff Johns is now the um like the overseer I think so. for DC and like he was on Green Lantern for like ever. So Yeah. So I think he might be like one of the only like there aren't very many, whereas like when you hear about the Marvel TV shows and the Marvel movie writers and like a lot of those names are names of people that have been writing for Marvel comics for decades. Yeah. And, and that fascinates me. Like, I think that that's, I think that's the reason the, the Marvel Netflix shows do so well is like Joe Casada has been working for Marvel comics for like 25 years or something ridiculous. And he's sort of the, he's sort of the Kevin Feige of the, that TV universe. Right. And, and it's, 
they're they're sublime like i just can't <laughs> i want speaking of netflix shows i if we ever ever get god forbid a harry potter reboot i just want like a harry potter netflix show like give me like a season's worth of episodes for a book and like really give me everything i want a marauders era (gasps) netflix show like i don't think it's gonna happen but i would love that so much that's my pet project like jesus like netflix if you're listening hire me to write a marauders era show (laughs) i do let me be a part of this, please. I, I, please. I love they that. hire you, not the hosts of Harry Potter. Minute, they hire you. I'd be very. I'd be like, guys, you. Well, look do you at, write this? We know like, what we're talking. About. <laughs> um, a little. Not, I. I mean, I know you do geek by nights. You have a little more cred. It's like whatever, Ir- irrelevant. I just want to talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> I. I know my shit. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't I, know. I. Like, I would love. That would be so great. Oh man, because like what? Like I haven't seen um, uh, series of unfortunate events yet, but I've heard it's phenomenal. So like, can you imagine Netflix doing that to Harry Potter in like twenty years? Yeah, like that'd yeah, be amazing. I'm, I'm into it. I'm so into it. Uh, I think that if you're going to reboot the Harry Potter series, like, like TV is the way to go. I think that like TV franchisers doing. Mm-hmm wonders i i'm com- totally down for a harry potter show yeah don't really know if i would be down for a marauders show hmm. i'm not a big fan of the marauders <gasps> oh really you just don't like yes, really. james well i don't like i definitely don't like james james right. is a sociopath <laughs> uh come on hey That's- scott's scott's words not mine dramatic though scott's words I not know. mine i didn't call him a sociopath i just called him a bully Scott called him a sociopath. I was like, "Whoa!" But <laughs> hey, if we're that, if that's what, if we're using labels, then there you go. Um, I just want I mean, like, I just if anything, I want the explanation how Peter Pettigrew became with that group. Yes, right? give me the like fall of goes Peter. With them. Make P- ooh, make Peter the main character, our protagonist. Yeah, yeah. give me uh, the eyes of Peter Pettigrew. Decision to like the like outcast of the Marauders, like not being able to. Not really feeling like he's part of the group and like right. attaching himself that's to someone of, else. That's more interesting than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Is he already does not feel like he belongs in this group of guys. So it's like how so did instead you he becomes get a death eater. Group and, yeah. and like what made you make oh the decisions that you made to now I really do what you write, did, you know. Exactly. I really want to write this. <laughs> yeah, no, oh my god, I would love this is something that I would be it would be such a fun thing to be a part of, I think. I just, ah, oh, yes, please. Oh, man. Okay. I don't think I really had... No, I mean... <laughs> so, so Harry finishes his little uh, digression talking about that's what Snape's after. That's what the dog is guarding. And then we hear, we hear an owl screech and Harry looks up and Hedwig is coming carrying... This uh, this mysterious package that who knows what it could be. That's uh, that's wrapped in paper, and uh, she drops it directly into Harry's arm uh, hands. And uh, do we get the line? Like, I think in this minute we do get the. No, we don't. I was gonna say I think we get the line. Like, isn't it a bit early for mail? But that's next week. Like Harry just catches the package in the end. That's the minute. So let's that's talk about a, all of nice, that next week. But nice Harry got a Harry got attend. mail. Yeah, Harry got mail. <laughs> I think we do get a good Harry got mail. You got mail. 
Uh, um, I think this is the first thing that Harry's gotten delivered to him. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he does say, like, I never get mail. Do you know what the last time Harry got mail was? His Hogwarts letter. Mm-hmm. And he got so much mail that they ran to the hut on the rock. <laughs> uh, I don't... I'm excited for next week. I, like... I forget that Halloween means the troll and Quidditch, like, both are yeah. coming. It's happening. Uh, I think we get Quidditch for the next couple of <laughs> weeks, actually. Yeah, that scene's really long. It is really long. It's, um, and it's extremely CGI, mm-hmm. but... It doesn't even matter. Like, I didn't even... As a kid watching these movies, like, I didn't even realize... Or cared. <laughs> uh, Quidditch is basically the next two weeks. Because... It looks like the week after that is uh, the library. And then we have the Mirvera said, where we'll have Norman as a guest. Hopefully, if all works out well. So it'll be fun. We got good stuff coming up. Yeah. God, this was such a fun week. Thank you so much for being yeah, here, Cassandra. Thank you for having me. I had a it's, lot of fun. Uh, it's been great. I hope that your listeners appreciated our tangents though. <laughs> I hope so. Guys, if you're not if you're if you're listening to us and you're not listening to Lord of the Rings Minute, like you're really missing out because Aww. you know, they're both they're you know, both of these franchises happened at the same time and they're both these really big epic fantasies and 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 between harry potter and lord of the rings like they were the two different series that i was like the most invested in as a kid and so like i just i love listening to your show so much oh thank you and 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 no it's great i i uh i'm such a fan i love 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 lord of the rings yeah that's a whole different character obsession that's my obsession with frodo Oh man! Oh yeah, we talked about your creepy ass Frodo doll. No, oh, I posted. I posted it because you asked me to. Leave my doll alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is only one of very many Frodos that I have around my house. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so if I, I had it my way, I would just have like a bunch of Legolas stuff. But nope, that's of course. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> It's it's so funny because like around that time that I was uh when I first started dating my fiance, uh the third movie had just came out, so mm-hmm. we went and saw the third movie in the theater and everything. And he had a friend, uh, that decided to be nice and get me something for Christmas. Yeah, and it was all like lost stuff. Oh, and and yeah. uh, I, I you know of course I I still have all that stuff and I'm very grateful for it because it was Lord of the Rings and I do like like loss a lot. Mm-hmm. He, he's just not my favorite. My boyfriend later told him he's like man. He goes wrong character. <laughs> he goes, what are you talking about? All the ladies love Legolas. He goes, not this one. He's all like, she's all about Frodo. That's so funny. All about Frodo. All about Frodo. First thing my That's fiance so ever bought me was a, a tin that has Frodo on it that came with a uh, collector's cards oh. inside of it. No, my favorite. My favorite thing about that Frodo doll was that like. We made a meme out of you it. You memed him. I did. <laughs> because the picture was funny. And so I like zoomed in oh, on his face. My and then I zoomed in again on his face. And then I zoomed in a third time on his face. And I was like, this is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> so mean. My poor Frodo doll. That was, that was a gift from one of Ricky's other friends. To be, oh. to be honest. Is that funny? Well, now, now the world knows about your creepy Frodo doll. 
Oh, if they want to see it, they can go on their uh, listeners page. Yeah, go and check out search um, my name. Fellowship of the oh, Mike, which it. is the Lord of the Rings Minute yeah. Listener Society on Facebook. Uh, find us all on Dueling Genre. If you like our format, go to moviesbyminutes.com and find all of the other minute shows. And if you if you didn't get enough of <laughs> of Victoria and I this week, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hpminute and uh and get our weekend edition the quibbler over there along with uh we're doing another show i nerd that which is more of just like this is the things that victoria and i have been reading and watching and 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 want to talk about this week yeah because we consume different things and decide that we need to share and mm-hmm. we can't avoid right? so we spoil everything on that show so i don't <laughs> entreat it i don't i don't i don't want to say like oh go listen to us talk about this TV show you uh, you want to see like we're gonna ruin it all. Aww. Sorry, like yeah, that's whether the nature of our show. He Victoria mentions it or I mention about it. Spoilers, so like we just spoil everything for we each spoil other, everything, and everyone else. Like if we well, watched a go. movie, TV show, read a book, like yeah. it's gonna yeah. get ruined. Video yeah. game, it's gonna get ruined. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> abound over there, but but still, you can find us on Patreon and uh, join us next week. As we start talking about Quidditch. Oh my god, I'm so happy that we get to talk about Quidditch next week. You have no idea. I mean, I'm sure you have an idea, but still. Like, like the troll scene's great. The troll scene's great, but like Quidditch. Oh, I see how it is. Quidditch is the, like, like, (laughs) (laughs) of, of, uh... Anything that, of the things that exist in the Harry Potter universe, I think Quidditch is my favorite. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, join us for that. And, uh, I think that was everything. Are we going to wrap this up? All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Mischief All right. managed. <laughs> Mischief <laughs> managed. I'm already done. <laughs> okay. Cassandra, are you ready? Yes. Are we, are we doing this? Yes. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. There we go. Boom. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> Bye, everyone.